a difference between you and me. We both looked into the abyss. But when it looked back at us, you blinked. Hi guys, I'm Garvey here, and this is a DC Legends video. In this video, we have Riddle Me This, where I answer your questions that I that pop up in the YouTube comments. I'm not taking any questions from the Discord right now. We have a player help section in the Discord where you know players just drop in their questions and everybody tries to join in and answer them. So I haven't taken any questions from there. I've only taken some from the YouTube um, the YouTube comment section. However, I do have this one thing. Now I say in a lot of my videos, probably all of my videos, don't buy packs. Now that's usually true. And I always try to say like there's an exception to every rule. I would say um, one of the riddle me this is we had in terms of like about buying packs is unless you're just trying to unlock that character to help your alliance or unless you're like right at a legendary point and you want that legendary point, don't buy the pack. So I am sitting here looking at this Larflees pack because Larflees, I have an L2 and I could take him L3, if I buy this pack, even if I only get 90 frags, I only need 80, and I could take him L3. However, if I get 90, right at 90, that is a 46 gem to one frag ratio, which is terrible. The good gem frag to, uh, gem, <laughs> frag to gem ratio is 25 to one, 30 to one, not 46. 46 is really, really bad. So I'm sitting here thinking about it and I can still go through my red alerts and through the ads and I'll end up with enough gems to buy that, but then I'm completely cashed out on gems, 100%. And I'll take a L3, but should I? Should I break my own rule? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it in the Discord. I'm going to put a poll in the Discord. You guys tell me, and whatever you guys tell me to do is what I'll do. Should I buy this Larflees pack and take my Larflees L3, or should I hold fast to my like rule of do not buy packs? You tell me what you think in the discord so what we're going to do now is i'm going to go ahead and put on some action and then i'm going to go through your questions in the discord let's see let's do something fun right uh i, I leveled up arsenal and i think he's actually i should have i feel like i should have done it a while ago back when i was using kaga a bit more but arsenal has been fun to play with so i'm going to go ahead and plop him in there Plop in a Batgirl, and then we need two uh, enemies, alien uh, villains. Let's go that way. Let's go ahead and plop in. Where you at? Who you with? Now, Siren wouldn't really work because she needs bleeds, and she does do bleeds. But let's pop you in, and then let's get you to protect just in case. All right, so let's go. Anyway. So we'll start off with that, and then we'll move on to the very first question, which comes from Isaac Rich. He has three questions. Thank you, Isaac Rich, for uh, commenting and leaving these questions. But first question is, what does agility do exactly? And let's go ahead and put this on auto. Agility is agility affects physical damage. So if you have agility ups, that means you take less physical damage. If you have agility downs, that means you will take more physical damage. Uh, this is why when you pair Terra and Barda with Azrael. Azrael becomes damn near impossible to kill with the Arcus double shot because Arcus is a physical damage tune. So those uh, agility ups from Terra make him 
stronger against physical damage. And then at the same time, Bardic gives him stamina ups, which means that his HP pool is deeper. So he has more HP and it's harder to get rid of that HP, which is why he becomes such a nightmare in that scenario. So agility ups will affect your physical the amount of physical damage you receive in a positive or negative light. Next, he asks, what is affinity power? When you have affinity ups or affinity downs, it, um, it affects your the affinity that you're going against or the affinity that you're weak towards um more or less based on what it is whether it's an affinity up or an affinity down so the example that i would like to give is you have um death stroke power girl can wash out death stroke in this scenario power girl can wash out death stroke if you have affinity ups that means that that one shot that power girl would give that would take out death stroke now only puts him in the red or only puts him in the yellow so that is how affinity ups it, it increases the strength of that character against negative affinity or positive affinity, depending on how this how this scenario goes. But against negative affinity, it will increase their survivability or the damage that they can actually cause. Um, next question, does Mr. Freeze HP actually go up? I have played games where I try to see a difference during games, but I don't see the difference. The reason you don't see the difference is because his HP pool goes up, but the percentage stays the same. So in this bar, if the bar only has 100,000 HP points to make the math easy, and then as he goes through, he gets he does his A2 and he gets 150,000 HP points. Well, before you did that ability, it was at 50%. So that's 50% of 100,000 is 50,000. Now that you've done it, it's still 50%. That's 50% of 150,000, which is 75,000 HP points. However, now it still is 50%. So it still looks as though it's 50% when you're looking at it. So that is why when, you, when you're when you trying to see it, you may not really be able to see it with stamina ups. It's a little bit more um, obvious, but with his ability itself, the way that it's even described, it, it's, just a, it's just an odd phenomenon that you're not really going to be able to see it. So let's plop in. Ooh, should I use a different taunter here? Let's use Barda as a, ooh, no, that's too much. You know what, forget it. I'm just gonna keep all this in and then as they die out, I'll just replace them. Or as a matter of fact, let's put in, uh, hmm, should I have more fun? Cause I know what I think is fun and that, you know what, let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's put in a Raz al Ghul. Let's put in a, Man bat, where you at, man bat? Let's put in a decent taunter that will retaliate. I'm tempted to put in Grundy. Who else? Do you, uh, let's put in Grundy. Oh, you know what? No, no, can't do it against. Well, no, you know what? Yes, I will. I will do that. Sorry, I'm talking to myself like this. I'm gonna go ahead and put in Ultraman because why not? And then. Let's put in, who else do we want to put in here? Who do you guys think I should put in? I'm asking as though you can answer me. Answer me. Who should I put in? I would love to put, mm, Cersei. Why not? I don't know. Disease Revive Team. All right, so here we go. On to the next question, which comes from Michael Dow. How to counter Black Flash? Be broken. Yeah, he's broken. Um, so, in order to counter Black Flash, 
the first most farmable way, the easiest way in terms of who you can get, who's farmable is Harley Quinn, Mad Jester. Black Flash, it, his weakness is against evasion up counters. So anyone that if he misses them and they counter, that's who takes him out. So you're talking about Dove, you're talking about um, Cassandra Kane, you're talking about Harley Quinn. You can Eclipse to a lesser degree. So those are the ones, in fact, Arsenal would kind of work if he misses a different tune. Uh, if you're trying, depending on how you're trying to build everything, you could build a full on evasion team that would just nuke him out of the water as soon as he tries to attack, which honestly, I've had a lot of fun doing myself. So you have Harley Quinn, you have your um, Cassandra Canes, you have your Arsenals, you have your Dugs. Also, like the direct tune counter, the one that was made for it was Lady Shiva, because even if he's under Martian Manhunter, it's, she has 35% turn meter up. And she ignores awareness, so she can one-shot him um, just right out the bat. Batwoman does it, does that as well, kind of, where she has a 20% turn meter up. So what she can do is one-shot him if there is no awareness and there's not a taunter. That's the other thing about Lady Shiva. If there's a taunter, then Lady Shiva doesn't really work. So a lot of times, the best way to deal with him is to have someone that will counter him um, whenever he attacks. So, oh, this is unintentional consequence. This is the one where I kind of want Ultraman to die because I want to know if he can transfer that enrage that he will receive from Cersei when he's revived. That'll be interesting to see. I might have to even walk, like, look back and see. So, sum up. Farmable option against, against Black Flash is Harley Quinn and Jay. Then the other Dodgers you have are Dove and Cassandra Kane. Arsenal is a, like, oh... He's already died. He's already dead. So now he's going to revive. As long as they don't kill Cersei first. Okay, they won't kill her. Oh, he got... Oh. Huntress. Huntress laid him down with the freaking heal immunity off of her abilities. Oh, I can't stand you, Huntress. I'm going to come back and hit you hard. Like way, way, way too hard for what... Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, I gotta blast Huntress in the face real quick. Pardon me. How can I, what is the absolute overkill for, for Huntress right now? How do I absolutely just punish her face? Um, well, what we could do is go with an old school, an oldie but a goodie, uh, and try to use odd ones that I don't use a lot. Deadshot Hired Gun, who is still awesome, farmable all over the place. Let's go with Energy here. And go with the... Mm. Let's go ahead and do Arcus. Eh, should I do Arcus? Blip. You know what? No, not Arcus. Let's go with Power Girl, since I just... I'm going to mention Power Girl in a bit. We'll go ahead and put her in there. And that should be enough outright overdoing your damage. And let's see, should I put Grundy in? Why not? Well, probably because Huntress will probably kill Grundy. But in any case, so Black Flash counters, I think I just named them all. You have Arsenal as a kind of side piece. If someone else misses, he can help with the damage. So like, for example, if Harley Quinn gets missed, Arcus, or not Arcus, uh, Arsenal will, oh, Grundy killed Huntress. I mean, that's kind of anticlimactic, isn't it? 
I, I wanted Power Girl to punch her in the face with a bunch of empowered strength ups. And Granny just steps on her. Okay. Anyway, so um, Harley Quinn with Arsenal, for example. Arsenal, if Harley Quinn is missed, he'll also attack. Cassandra Kane, Dove, already said those. Lady Shiva, Batwoman, those are down. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it that I can think about the top of my head. So your most formidable option coming up is going to be uh, Harley Quinn. So now, on to the last question, and thankfully we have Power Girl in there right now. And I will run this. I'm not really too bothered. I think Deadshot Hired Gun would take out Harley Quinn. So, um, is Power Girl worth ranking up? Uh, yes, yes, a thousand times yes, especially if you're early to mid-game. My love for Power Girl started, there's this one event I'll never forget. She was like my first legendary. Like, I remember her being L1. Maybe in this event she was L2, but she was like L1. And she would do this thing where, okay, I call it beast mode, where basically if she has like four or five strength ups, then she, let me go ahead and say start battle with taunt, plus five strength. Like she has a passive where there's an automatic chance, it's gonna put this on auto. She has a passive where, oh, don't you do, don't you do it. Is she gonna do beast mode for me or nah? But anyway, <laughs> where I would call it beast mode. This is before I understood anything about like RNG or how any of this stuff works. I just knew that at certain times in the game, she would go into beast mode like this and start healing herself and start overhealing herself and gaining all these strength ups. And she would just start wiping out waves. And it was like incredible. And I remember I was in this Etrigan event. And this is so sad that I remember this so vividly from three years ago, sitting in a freaking Zurich HB, <laughs> like begging for her to go into beast mode. Cause I was like halfway through the Etrigan event or halfway through a wave in the Etrigan event. And all of my team had fallen. And she's standing there still like with death immunity, zero health. And I'm like, please go into beast mode. Please go into beast mode. And she goes into beast mode and she like fully heals and overheals and like takes out the rest of the wave. It was awesome. I loved it. So yeah, Power Girl is worth it. Power Girl is worth ranking up. I can, she's still in game viable now. Like you could still use her in a whole lot of ways. She pairs great with uh, Wonder Girl because Wonder Girl gives us strength up. So it just kind of gets her ramped up a little bit earlier. She would pair well with um, Wonder Woman POT actually because doesn't she also give strength up? She gives, she pairs well with Cheetah. She goes great with Cheetah because Cheetah gets her strength ups in the beginning. As you can see, she goes great with Killer Wall because she taunts and if she gets a critical shot, then she's gonna get those empowered strength ups and start smacking skulls. So yeah. Power Girl is definitely worth ranking up. So, thank you for that question, Captain Q number one. And that is going to do it for this video. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> this one right here. She's cursing at me. We're not supposed to curse on this. Anyway, thank you guys for watching all the way through. Please let, oh, actually, did I even do the thing? Maybe I'll do the thing. I drop DC Legends videos every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Ray Challenge videos every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Marvel Future Revolution videos on Sunday. So please like, please subscribe. And if you don't like it, hit subscribe and hit dislike. I'm okay with that as well. Thank you guys for watching all the way through and I'll see you next time.